another one. Hey, the button worked. Hey, guys. Oh, my goodness. Welcome to the Gig Economy Podcast, episode 179, with our new co-host, Mr. Larry Duncan. That was pretty good, Jason. Thank you so much. Thanks for uh, inviting me to be uh, a co-host on the show. I've got big shoes to fill. Uh, Jesper did a great job. I know he had a lot of fans, and uh, I hope that they'll take a liking to me as well. And just everybody who's been on the show in the past, I know uh, Jesper and then Pete was on, Sam was on for a while. Of course, Ben was there for quite a while, and uh, Nick even. I remember yep. that's that's someone throwing going way back. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, excited to be here. Excited for sure. So, yeah, we're just going to jump into, like, what we do always. We're going to miss Jesper. Uh, maybe he'll tune in tonight. Probably not. Probably some feelings. <laughs> um, uh, I have some feelings as well as I um, completely uh, dismantled the studio over the last week. Uh, took the table out. Took everything out. There's couches already in here. I moved my studio to about an eighth of what it was in this little cubby over here. But... The way Larry and I are going to be streaming since he's out of town and out of state, this works well. So I had some emotions running high. It's been a lot of hours of content recorded at that table uh, between Eaton Gig and another podcast I did that had over 200 episodes. So, uh, But I think this is good. It's a refresh of uh, my basement. My wife is extremely happy that <laughs> we can come oh. downstairs and actually watch a show and shut the door and not have children or dogs or anything on here. So uh pretty pretty stoked about that but <laughs> to find cool. out about our show go to gigeconomyshow.com that's where you can find all the information about us uh old shows new shows uh basically everything you need we are now putting news on that so if you need some news or you're looking for some news or you hear anything or you, you want to share with us or you're just looking go to gigeconomyshow.com for that I want to mention our Patreon member, Patreon members, which Larry is the long stand. I think he needs to quit now. Can everyone encourage him to stop subscribing? I did actually last night. Did you? Okay. <laughs> I did. All right. No need to pay for it if you're providing you, the content. You got my money for February. But that's it. All I'm right. Done. All right. So last, last hurrah. Larry from Bowling Green, Samson from Grand Rapids, Steve from Colorado, Bud Dickman from North Carolina, Omar from Detroit, Delivery Cats from Michigan, Jamie from Tennessee, Frank from Philly, Nate. From Florida, John from California, Tom from Chicago, and I did not update this, but I think it's Jim from Connecticut? Yes, I believe you're correct. Jim from Connecticut. Okay, I don't know how to spell Connecticut, so I'm just going to do that and um, because I went to private school and we don't do geography here. There we go. Or math. <laughs> or math. If you want to join the Patreon, which we offer two different tiers, go to patreon.com slash Podcast, or just search the Gig Economy Podcast on Patreon. You get an extra podcast a month. We did not do it last month, but you know, obviously, as you know, we were going through things with Jesper, so... We're going to, Larry and I will be starting that this month. After the third month, you get a t-shirt. John McKellie and I owe you one. 
the $5 tier gets you the pre-show banter, and the $10 tier gets you an ad-free episode. Uh, so you don't have to listen to us talk about ads or anything <laughs> else that gets placed on there. So check that out. And then last but not least, the Telegram group. That's where we all talk. I would say out of everyone in the group, Larry is the most active. I would say out of that group, I think other than Gabe, I think Larry's the most active as a gig worker as well. Um, maybe not. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, it goes back and forth. It, yeah. it's way sometimes I am sometimes, uh, I don't know, you know, sometimes John will get on a kick and, uh, That's true. be on there quite a bit or, you know, Frank's been on quite a bit here lately. So yeah, yeah we definitely need more people to get on the, um, get on the telegram group. It's, it's fun chatting when you're out working, just, you know, have somebody to, to talk with and tell stories about your passengers and the crazy thing that just happened and all that stuff. And, and also the Patreon, we need somebody to backfill my position. That's right. So definitely. We need, we need at least one new member. So sign up for the Patreon. The Telegram group is like WhatsApp or iMessage or a Facebook group. Just go ahead, download Telegram. The link is in the description for that. So, all right, we're going to bring back stories from the road. We took it off for a little bit, but, you know, we're I'm going to be driving this weekend. Larry's driving all the time. So, Larry, do you have any stories from the road? I do not, but I will this weekend because I'm working. <laughs> That's okay. I got two. So uh, I got you covered. Uh, the first one happened a couple of weeks ago. Uh, picked up a lady about two in the afternoon, picked her up. She was, she was already very intoxicated. She was just heading over to Dollar General Market and, uh, we're heading when we, we had to pass the liquor store on the way. And she's like, uh, I really, I really want to go to the liquor store, but I don't need to go to the liquor store, but I want to go to the liquor store. But anyway, we didn't, we went on to, to Dollar General Market. And uh, we get there and she's like, I'm, I'm really, I'm really smashed. She's like, you have to go in with me. <laughs> she's like, I, I, all I need is to get is some panty liners. I need you to go in. She's like, I'll give you 20 bucks if you go in. I'm like, okay. I mean, this is literally like, we're like, we're like maybe four blocks from her house, probably from her apartment. And, um, so I was like, okay. So we, we walk in the store. I should, I should have seen the big red flag. When we walk in, she grabs a cart. Right? Oh yeah. Right. She grabs a shopping cart. Ends up. Come up. The first thing we see is a Valentine's Day display. She starts throwing in candy and stuff. And then we like passed a dollar aisle. She's like, "Oh, we gotta go down the dollar aisle." She's getting makeup. She bought one hundred and forty dollars worth of stuff. Oh my dollar god! General. Yeah. So we get out to the car and uh, and then she's like, "Okay, um, I, I need to stop at the liquor store." <laughs> I'm like, I don't think you need to stop at the liquor store. I think you want to stop at the liquor store. Yeah. So we stopped the liquor store once again, have to go in with her because she's unsteady on her feet. She's like, I really want some Crown Royal, but I can't afford it. And we walk around the store. She didn't find anything. So she gets a six pack and then right by the counter is the Crown Royal. She's like, you know what? I'm going to do it tonight. So she gets, <laughs> she gets the thing of Crown Royal. We get the car, get back to her apartment, taking out the groceries, you know, all these bags from Dollar General. And she starts taking stuff out of the bags and putting them in my trunk. I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, Oh, I, I got all these. Are, these are for you. This is what I got for you. I'm like, look, all I wanted, I, you asked me what I wanted. All I wanted was a Mountain Dew. So if you want to pull it up, Jason, here's the haul from what, what, what I got from this lady. So she got me uh, some, some K pod Dunkin' Donut, you know, coffee pods. She got me some chocolate covered cherries. She got me some dial three in one soap and conditioner <laughs> shampoo and my Mountain Dew that I asked for a Frappuccino drink. 
a peach tea drink. She got me a bath bomb <laughs> and so she got me some, some uh, Giardelli caramel chocolates. And then on the other picture, a big giant tube of the snowball white cheddar cheese puffs. Just a hint. If you ever go to Dollar General, do not get the white cheddar cheese puff. These snowballs, they are the most disgusting thing. Me and my wife, we each put one, we each tried one. And they they taste like some kind of chemical thing. Oh, no. They don't even taste like food. They were horrible. Wow. Horrible. Well, look at all this stuff. The rest of the stuff's Like, this is all drunk buy. (laughs) This is Jason on Amazon buying stuff because he's, like, shit-faced. Like, oh, my gosh. Yes. I'm like, I don't need any of this. She's like, well, I'm not taking it. I'm going to leave it in your trunk. No, I mean so, I'll take it if you're not gonna exactly if you're not gonna. And so I helped, you know, I helped helped her carry her stuff into her apartment door. You know, she opened the door, we, we set her stuff right in, and and then she started hugging on me, and I was like, okay, it's time to go. It is time to go. <laughs> you know, it's interesting. You said she didn't have enough money for the Crown Royal. If she would have bought just what she needed at Dollar General, she would have had plenty of money for the she Crown Royal. She could have bought, yeah, a couple of things of of Crown Royal. There you go. That's how you spell Connecticut. <laughs> That's right. Uh, C O N N E C T. Yeah, I would have got that wrong. Yeah, I would have messed I, I would it up. I would have 100% too. got that wrong. So, anyway, uh, that was uh, that happened like two weeks ago. So, last night, my well, second hold story on, from hold the on. road. I have oh, an important okay. question. Okay. <laughs> How was the bath bomb? I haven't used it yet. But I get home and, and my wife was like, she was looking through it. She's like, oh, she's like, oh, we can give this to Amy. I'm like, the hell you are? That's my bath bomb. <laughs> I slaved for this bath bomb. I, I work hard. Yeah. <laughs> I put up with drunken craziness for this bath bomb. That's, 100%. That's going, yes. That's going in the, in the hot, in the, our jacuzzi tub the next time I soak. <laughs> 100%. And what else you got? So, yeah. Okay. Next, uh, this just happened last night. I was out and I was, I was listening to a podcast driving around. Uh, I, my first passenger, I didn't even go out till like 830 last night. I just didn't go out for a couple hours. I had done one ride. So I'm on the way to, to my second ride and I got to get a message from Uber pops up on the screen. It says, um, let me pull up the email. I've still got the email. It's crazy. Um, yeah, you says, might as well read the verbiage. Yeah. It says a uh, message from Uber. And this came in the app it says, we hope everything is okay. Larry, one of your riders indicated that they were involved in a minor accident slash discomfort while inside your vehicle. We wanted to check to make sure you're Okay. As explained in our community guidelines, serious or repeated claims of poor, unsafe, or distracted driving can result in a permanent deactivation of a driver's account. Please note that this message was not meant in an accusatory way. We simply wanted to make you aware of the nature of the feedback we received. We are not in the vehicle and therefore do not rely on the perspective and therefore we do rely on the perspective of both parties. We do understand there are two sides to every story, which is why we always reach out. We appreciate your understanding. If you have any concerns, feel free to reach us. So yeah, I, I reached them real quick. <laughs> as soon as I got done with the nut, that second ride that I was doing, and uh, I went to respond and they had already sent me the same message again. It was hmm. like 30 minutes later and they sent it again. Uh, so I typed him back. It's like, Hey, yeah, I've got dash cam footage. Nothing happened. I don't know what, you know, what, what happened that my student, you know, it was a student that I picked up at Western, took her from the college to her apartment, which is like 10 minutes away. Um, nothing happened. Yeah. Nothing at all. So is that it? Uh, yeah. Okay. I thought Uh, you were going to add what, um, today, well, yeah, I can I can add that in right now too. So so today I'm driving 
and um, I was going to pick. I, I get a, I get a, you know, ping, and, and I'm on my way to pick it up, and all of a sudden it gets canceled. It was somebody named Grace was the passenger, and right as it, right as it goes away, I get a call, and it says this is Uber support, and I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, yeah, sure it is, and they say, uh, we know you just had a call that was or a ride that was canceled, correct? And I was like, yes. And they said, are you aware that there's a complaint against your account? I was like, well, there was something last night, but that's all been cleared up. And they're like, well, we need to confirm some details of your account. And I'm like, details? Okay, confirm this. Hang up. (laughs) Okay. And you said to me in a message that you feel like that was related. It was a big coincidence if it wasn't. You know, I don't know. It very well could be. But but like I said, the messages that I got you know, last night about there being a problem came from within the Uber app. Yeah. So it, if it was a scammer or a hacker, somehow they were able to get into the app. The Gig Economy Podcast will be back after a quick break. You love listening to podcasts, but have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Maybe you want to build a brand, grow your business, or are looking for an excuse to talk about your favorite hobby. Whatever your reason for making a podcast, Buzzsprout is the place to start. Since 2009, Buzzsprout has helped over 300,000 people launch their own podcasts. Buzzsprout walks you step-by-step through the whole process and will give you powerful tools to start, grow, and monetize your podcast. Ready to get started? Click the link in the show notes to get our free step-by-step guide to starting your podcast today. So I disagree. I think it was a coincidence. I actually think that you didn't give them an opportunity to ask the question of what details they wanted. So mm-hmm. I would have waited to see what they wanted before. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, uh, yeah. I, and I've done that before. I mean, that's probably the fifth time I've gotten that phone call over the years. Okay. Yeah. So do you... So, but do you feel like it was a scam though? The phone call for sure? Like, do you just felt a little shaky about it? Oh yeah, I don't think they're gonna ever. I don't. I don't think they're gonna ever call like that and say, "Hey, we canceled that ride, and we need to confirm your details." Um, but yeah, I, you know, next time I'll probably let it go a little. Further. Yeah. But, I mean, I just I just hung up and and turned the app back on and got another ride within minutes. Yeah. And haven't haven't you know they did call back one time and I just didn't answer the phone, but that was immediately after you know after. I so that's up. weird. The second callback makes me think it was a scam. Yeah, they they called immediately back, and I just didn't answer it. I just went ahead and drove. <laughs> hmm, interesting. So, yeah. Um, hmm. Well, you know, I'm surprised they didn't uh, park your car for 48 hours. If if it said something like a minor accident, normally they said uh, when you get in an accident like that, they're yeah, like they but, park you. But it for said a- min- minor accident slash discomfort. So they don't tell you which one it is. Yeah. Well, if it was an accident, they would they would park you for a bit. Yeah, they always do. I mean, you have to go take pictures and all that to get get back on there. But I mean, I've had this passenger at least once before. And, yeah. I mean, it wasn't like I mean, it's like a ten minute trip or less. It, it's not like yeah. it would be a trip that'd be worth trying to, you know, do say something to get for free or anything. For like sure. That. And so I, I I really don't know. All right. Well, we'll find. Hopefully, nothing happens again. So I just want to say. uh Hi uh, to Traveler, Rideshare Road Warrior Rick, the Driven Dad. Uh, thank you guys for coming over for, from Steve's show. I really appreciate it. So we're going to jump into gig, 
gig economy in the news. And so this first thing, obviously, this is what everyone's talking about, lifted their, I called it the State of the Union. (laughs) It feels like that's what it was. You know how your state does it and then the president does it. Um, So the new driver benefits in early 2024 release, I'm just going to quick go over them and then kind of kind of read what they said, earn 70% or more of rider fares after external fees each week guaranteed. We don't what's external fees, see where the riders fares go, earn more for waiting during scheduled rides, find more ways to choose rides at the airport, access new earning and navigation opportunities for EVs. Okay. And then appeal the activations easily in the Lyft app. So obviously some of those are um, pretty self-explanatory in regards to Mm -hmm. what they are. But uh, so just kind of going down the path here, it says, we're proud to introduce a new pay standard, the first of its kind in the rideshare industry. Last year on average, Lyft drivers earned roughly 88% of rider payments. After external fees like local taxes and government-mandated extra insurance provided while driving on the platform, but an average isn't the full story for every driver. In any given week last year, approximately 15 out of 100 drivers earned less than 70% of what riders paid. Almost two-thirds of the drivers had it happen to them at least once. So their commitment is to, to make sure you earn 70. But what does that mean for the people that r- roughly earn 88%? Are they going to drop them to 70? Well, that's the big question. I mean, that's the big question. And it's, it's, hard, to, it's hard to believe that um, it, it's averaging 88%. I know. So, so again, it's 70% after taxes and fees. So here's what here's what the CEO um, said when he was talking on the Rideshare Guy podcast. He says, as of right now, so for a hundred, if a, if a fare is a hundred dollars, if the passenger is paying a hundred dollars for a ride, um, how much do you think of that goes toward insurance and fees out of a hundred dollars that that Lyft is paying? Well, that yeah, that 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 they have to pay it. Uh, f- five bucks. $24. What? It's 24. Yeah. It's $24. So here's what they say. They say, they say out of a hundred dollar ride, the, the rider's getting 67. They're paying 24 in fees and Lyft gets $9. That's, that's what they that's their, that's their, that's what they get to keep. Okay. So again, that's, that is a little hard to believe. And they said this would be a, something um, that they do on a weekly basis. Um, so at the end of the week, if you've you've averaged over seventy, then you'll get you'll get an email that says you know congratulations you've averaged over that. And if you you're under that for the fifteen percent of the drivers that may be under that, then you'll get an email that that tells you how much. And and they they said they'll they tr- they'll true it up. It's automatic. They'll pay you that difference. So the are they going to actually show the percentage? So like the the ones that are already averaging eighty eight percent, is it going to say like you got eighty four percent? every week or we should know because they said as of today oh. i checked it earlier as of today we're going to get again get to see the whole fair like we okay. used to be able they're we're going to get to see what what the what the passenger pays how much goes toward that insurance and fees and how much we get and how much goes to lift they're cool. they said they're they're really trying to be uh you know very clear about things and and uh Shows you know what where everything's going because that's one of the big claims. 
We have no idea where things go. Like I, I guarantee you, it's just like you when I ask you how much insurance and, and fees they have to pay on a on hundred dollar ride. I don't think any driver would have guessed it was anywhere near that much. I know because I'm figuring like a hundred dollar ride. You know, they're in the car for just such a you know what fifteen mm-hmm. minutes. Let's say I don't know. God dang, that's a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. But if it's true, yeah, and you know. Again, they say they're trying to be very, uh, yeah, you know, just very open uh, about the process and where all the money's going. Yeah, they're going to talk about, you know, like Larry said, where riders' fares go. Uh, earning made easier, earn more on scheduled trips, uh, turn on manual except for queued rides, uh, which that's been a feature, at least in the last month or two. Yeah. Um, see more ways to find rides at airport and access new earnings for EVs. <laughs> wow. We're yeah. launching new EV earnings in Massachusetts, Oregon, Washington, Nevada, Toronto, and Vancouver. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, start, starting February 12th through July 1st, drivers who get 50 rides in their personal EV in a week will earn an extra $100, which, I mean... Do they have to do 50 to get it? Because, like, I get a dollar per ride uh, per mm-hmm. per on Uber, regardless. It doesn't matter how many rides I do. So, and then easier de- driver deactivation appeals. Well, right. Um, so it looks like a one button, one button push to appeal. Right. It. It's going to be within the app, supposedly. He talked about it. He said, you know, they said that that's one thing they've worked on a lot. And they say that's the biggest concern with passengers. Um, uh, you know, the ride share guy was saying, you know, it, he usually hears that pay as their number one, but the CEO, he's like, well, when you get deactivated, your pay goes to zero. Yeah. So that, that, that tends to be a bigger, uh, bigger problem. So within the app, supposedly there's going to be one, you know, a button. If you've been deactivated, you hit that button. It's going to give you a chance to explain your side. Supposedly they're going to have a place to upload dash cam videos oh, and shit. documentation because that's one thing that, that they brought up. He was, you know, he asked him, he was like, well, you know, we have, we have all these drivers have dash cams, but we never, there's nowhere for us to, to do anything with that. Yeah. You know, half the time they'll say, no, we don't, we're not going to take any of that. Um, and speaking of dash cams, uh, I didn't know it now, but, Within Lyft, you can also register your dash cam, so it'll pop up in the app and tell your drive the drive. I mean, the passengers that you have a, a dash cam. Yeah, I think you can do uh, that with Uber. Have you activated yeah, that Uber, at all? Yeah, yeah, I did it when it came out. Okay. And um, but yeah, it's recent uh, to Lyft uh, that you didn't be able, used to be able to do that. And then some other things. Um, he's talking about their mapping. That he said they they were they're working really hard on their mapping. They suggest everybody try it out. Um, they're trying to make it more like ways where you can get feedback if there's traffic jams, you know, things like that. Um, he talked a lot about how much, uh, how dedicated they are to uh, making things fair and trying to make things better for the drivers. Yeah. Um, it sounds like they're going to be doing these kind of bigger releases, you know, once or twice a year at least, because this is called the early 2004 release. So he said there's a reason it's called, you know, the early one. Yeah. Um, in regards to the uh, deactivation appeals, I think it's just mm-hmm. a fancy button. My guess is like it's yeah. going to be the same process. Um, it just, I think it's going to just be, it's better for the uh, lift to say, oh, we can easily, you know what I mean? Because like, mm-hmm. 
I just think it's just going to be the same thing. It's just you have a big button and then it just pops up. You fill it out and send it. I mean, it might be a little bit easier. But. Right. But he did say that's something they've worked really hard on. He said they've gotten it now where uh, 72% of people on Lyft who get deactivated are reactivated within 24 hours. Yeah. He said, so that's, and they're working. He's, you know, he said they're working on but, that all but the time. But most of that stuff that is, is short. Hey, you, someone said you were drinking and then they just right. park you for a day and then you're back without even putting in an appeal, in my opinion. But, well, we'll see. Uh, I don't have any stories, but I am driving this weekend because I looked at my lift bonus. And for this weekend, don't be jealous. I got to bring it back up because I'm jealous, it. man. I am jealous. So for this weekend, if I do 68 rides, $604 is my boat. Jeez. I mean, I don't think I can do 68 rides on Lyft. I'll be honest with you. I don't think I'll, I, I don't think I'll be able to get that many. <laughs> so I, I, I did choose the 604 one, but if I do 46 rides, I get 272. So we have faith in you, Jason. You can do it. Well, man. I can do it. I just don't know if I'm going to get enough rides offered to me yeah. unless I want to yeah. drive 20 minutes to pick people <laughs> up. Yeah. So yeah. Um, that's incredible. I have not seen a quest like that from either of the apps that big. No, I, I can't get anything. I don't get anything like that. But but I could, you know, what I need to do, I guess, is go refer some new drivers because Lyft, Uber's offering a hundred dollars if we if we if we refer a driver. Lyft is offering fifteen hundred dollars. Jeez. $1,500. How many rides? Do they, <laughs> see, that's the thing, though. Do they have to do a certain amount of rides? Well, the, yeah, I don't think it tells me. I don't see, think that's, it says. That's I'm the, sure they do. They have to do a certain amount of rides. I, it may be. I think it's like, a, gosh, it may have been. Um, I think the last time I looked, it was like 160 rides in the first month or something yeah who, who are you gonna I, get to, to do that like, exactly it's like exactly. A new, some newbie newbie who doesn't know what they're doing and fuck they're not no. gonna go out and hammer it down like that you know no way and so that's, that's I, I, I don't catch. want the competition anyway it's not worth it to me right. so i don't, I don't right. ever refer anybody but jimothy uh, says charge up that bull oh yeah she's she's gonna get a full charge tonight we're gonna we're gonna bang it out it's supposed to be a little warmer this weekend so that'll give me some longer distances on on that so Another thing, real quick, on the deactivation with Lyft, uh, one thing he did explain, he said that they're going to also um, do a much better job if you got deactivated. It's going to, they're really going to uh, try to tell you, you know, exactly why you were deactivated, not just, not just the generic, okay, you broke one of our terms of service, and so you're deactivated, because that's what seems to happen now. You, you get, you have no idea what you did or what ride it was connected to or anything like that. Because he was talking and he's like, you know, uh, you know, I, I drive as well with Lyft, you know, even CEO, you know, they go no out and, and do, do a few rides. But anyway, he said that he, you know, he's lives in California. Well, he, he went in, he ventured into Washington state and he, and this is what he claims, you know, that he got a note of that he was deactivated and it told him because he was in Washington state and he's not, you know, he's not, uh, he didn't have this, the stuff he needed, the insurance and so they deactivate him driving just... there. Yeah. So I find that very hard to believe. <laughs> yeah. He's... But I'm going to try it. I'm going to test it out because, you know, uh, I always turn on my apps. Like whenever I go to different states and I know which states generally around me, I can drive in. Well, I think if they really want to be more transparent about like complaints, they need to l yeah. let me see what the person wrote. 
yeah. like literally let me see the message that they wrote. Exactly. Like that, that's that's how I, you can address it. Exactly. Then I can pinpoint and say, I can tell you where I was. I can tell you what happened or if, if anything, but um, yeah. I think they're probably trying to, they're probably realizing that most of the complaints are complete and utter bullshit. Right. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure there, there are, uh, there are some legitimate ones for sure. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I, know, I know we have one later on that we're talking about that. I, I, if I was a driver, I would be complaining. Right. But anyway. Uh, All right. We're going to jump into, uh, th- that was a good talk about Lyft. Uh, I'll give you some feedback next week's show. I'm going to see what happened. If I find anything, I'll, I'll try to go through my rides one by one and, you know, kind of take a especially if they're going to add the percentage. But uh, this video, it's about I cut the fuck up out of this video because the full, full one got taken down to Reddit. They took it down. So I had, to, I had to yeet it from YouTube and then cut out the the person that was talking about because it. it was like a 10 minute video. You know, he was talking in between it. You know what I yeah. mean? But uh, this is about a couple of streamers that treat this driver really bad. And uh, we'll see if we can get through the first two and a half minutes. And that's all it is. But well, that ain't the right fucking thing. There we go. Like, do you not like your own? Is your GPS always doing something to you? Like, how is this my issue? Just make a right, sir. Tell me to go this way. Okay. It's an AI system. No, it's an AI system. It's going to tell you how to get there. I think the best thing to do is just to follow your GPS. Go straight. Just go straight. We're just supposed to go straight and make no, a left on the expressway. Just make him follow the GPS. I did, Cena. He, it's he fine. parked in the corner and we missed the exit to get on the expressway. She gets out a taser here. I mean, like, you shouldn't be talking to this. You just told us we're going to walk. You're supposed to go straight and make a left. No, the address was your house address. Right. That's, right That's where we're going. That's not where you were, though. Right. You picked us up from the storage. The corner. Right. That's but, not where but, we're but, going. No, no, no. Okay, now oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm no, no, not no. going to argue no. with you. It's okay. Where you just picked us up was not I'm her not house. Argue with I'm recording this. We're going to show this to Uber. Come touch me, though, because I got a taser. So you want to get violent, nigga? Because we can get violent right now. Get my shit out your trunk. Get my shit out your trunk and don't drop shit either. Because I'll get real violent. Get my shit out your trunk and put on the sidewalk. Since you want to get so violent... She seems fun. Let me know, because she's recording all of this. Let's go. This is why old people shouldn't drive. He's saying he picked us up from your house, bitch. He grabs his phone here. Pulls it out of his car. He throws his phone on the on the ground. I broke that phone. Let's go. No, that I'm reporting this. This this dude just um back up because no, I want him to hit us. I'm not touching my phone. That's a federal crime. Where is it, old man? Do you have Alzheimer's? Are you okay in the head? Are you okay in the head? Did you drop He's it? Literally losing his mind. Now he lost. Whose phone is this? Is this your phone? Do you have dementia? The record that. Is that his phone? Is this this man's phone? This one. Okay, so it was a little. It was a little cut up. There was some other stuff, but yeah, Tony, they stole his phone. Yeah. They, she went in there and grabbed it. Uh. Oh, so thank I I should have grabbed the, the 
I, I'm going to put the link in the description of the video I pulled and chopped it up. I'm not going to put it on our pages ours. I just want, I didn't want to, <laughs> Jimothy, I'll stick to food delivery. <laughs> I didn't want to play his whole video because it was 10 minutes, but um, he actually bleeped out all of them except one N-word. He missed one N-word, but I watched uh, the original when it first came out and it was N-word everything. Um, yeah. But that creator had bleeped that out and the chat, I guess the chat was brutal too. So, um, oh, I feel, I feel so bad for that guy. Oh, I know. it. I mean, this, the way they were talking to him and treating him and, and she filmed herself stealing his phone. And I know breaking it. That's how stupid I mean, these kids are now. Exactly. Yeah. What are you doing? Uh, I feel bad. Cause I think, oh, I think old people, I think rideshare is great for elderly people. I think it's very, um, you know, it's good income for them if they have a disability and stuff like that. I don't think there was anything wrong with the driver. I think he was just driving. It was a little, uh, he may have been a little confused, but I feel like they were like tricking him or something to to make him confused. I don't know. I don't think he did anything wrong. He did the right thing. We're like, you girls yeah. need to get out. So um, just that is America, y'all. That is that is who's going to be uh, in this country soon, running this country. So. <sighs> Hey, elderly drivers. I resemble that remark, man. No, you're not elderly. <laughs> no, but yeah, it, it was very confusing at the beginning. One, it sounded like one of them was telling him to go one way, and the other one was arguing with him and telling yeah, him, yeah, again, to go it was a different probably, way. And, it was probably a lot longer, but like I said, it was yeah. all kind of chopped up. So, all right, moving on. Uh, the, is this, this is your story. Sorry, Larry. Yes, uh, that's okay. So, this is a screenshot that shows, uh, somebody with paid sick time. So, um, in some of the States where they've passed some of these, you know, different laws, uh, like in California and Seattle, I looked it up in Seattle. If you're an Uber driver, you can get sick time. Uh, it's called, uh, paid sick and safe time. So <laughs> it says, <laughs> yeah, safe time. Um, so it says in order to be eligible, uh, you must have taken at least one trip in the city of Seattle in the last 90 days. So it says you can accrue one day of sick time for every 30, uh, days you drive with Uber. They don't have to be consecutive days. Right. And it says completing at least one trip or delivery in the city counts as one day. So if you do one, one ride that day, that, that, that'll get you your time for that goes toward your right. time. But this, but, but this is, yeah, I think the picture is wrong, right? Like that's yes. why. Oh yeah. Yeah. This has either been Photoshopped or something. Oh. Cause it says, what is that? Like 11 million <laughs> or 1,147,000. Uh, no, it's 114,763 hours. Yeah. And we don't do math. <laughs> you proved it your first day. <laughs> So yeah, and most of those I think I think Massachusetts, um, and then Seattle, the New York, they all get New sick York, time yeah. and stuff like that. So Exactly. Um, but, that but they clearly, they have so many weird rules and I know, we, I don't, we don't know how they that. keep it straight. I don't either. We don't want it. Don't want it. Just okay. Leave us alone. So I'm not a proponent of <laughs> Steve's comment. I'm not a proponent of strikes, but look at this fucking logo. Is that I, not awesome? I fucking love this thing. I don't know who made it. It's just yeah. great. So it's Global Day it of Strike. Cool. It's Valentine's Day, February 14th. No rides here, no deliveries. Turn your apps off in solidarity. Uh, I will be turning my apps off in solidarity. I will not be working. <laughs> I will not be working either, mainly because we'll be doing this. 
Oh, is, yeah, it's next Wednesday, isn't it? I, but I never work on Valentine's Day because not only is it Valentine's Day, it is my anniversary. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Oh, it looks like Steve said Rideshare Professor did that. Well, I, if he created that, I just think it's a badass. It just, it just, yeah, it's, it's a nice really drawing. Great. And then it look, you know, it's got the chains through the car and the, the fist. Uh, he did a great job. I, I absolutely love that. So again, I'm not anti, whoops, I'm not anti, um, strike by any means. I mean, I'm in my own bus union and stuff like that. I'm, I'm for, you know, solidarity and all that things. I just don't think it can work in this plat in this, the way this works. Like I don't, and with all the drivers and so many different things. And we've talked about before how they've kind of preyed on these drivers that they have to work. Yeah. Like they're making such little amount that if they don't work one day, they're not going to be able to pay their rent. And yeah. so, yeah, but Jimothy said that's his next tat. Oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe take the nice. the words out of it. I don't know. I whoever drew that. I don't know if the rideshare professor drew drew it. Somebody drew that. Uh, but that's that's probably AI created. <laughs> you think so? God dang it! I no, hope I not because that looks really good. <laughs> it is really good. Yeah, that's what caught my eye. I'm with you. You know, I'm not against strikes by any means, but we're just, you know, we don't we don't the drivers. You don't you don't know the other drivers, right. you don't have that sense of solidarity that you do if you're at a factory and you're, you know, you're working away together every day, side by side and doing things like that. It's just hard to get people to do anything together. Yeah. Two license plays, probably AI. You don't know, Mark. Um, yeah. Steve <laughs> brings up a good point though. Um, it's, it, it's not a strike. It's not, it's a protest because you're not an employee, you know, it's a protest, but Anyways, good luck to everyone that's doing it. I'm sure a lot of people uh, will do it, and I'm sure a lot of people will make a lot of money. Right? Probably. All right. Probably. Let's, let's use how it goes. Let's move on to the next one. Okay. This story is um, its kind of hard to believe. So this is a story about, um, about a lady who... She's 33 years old. She said she made 103000 in gross earnings in 2022 driving for Lyft and Uber, but she brought home just $19,000. And if you remember, I don't know if it was last show with Jesper or maybe the show before, we talked about something, another guy too that made all this money, but then his actual take home was like so little. So maybe yeah. it's kind of the well, same first thing. Well, first of all, the, first of all, they have to be, um, they have to be quoting, you know, the amount that, that they show on your taxes, oh. the, the total amount, which shows what the riders paid too. Which is so, yeah, so stupid. Yeah. Exactly, because you just have to back that out. So that's going to back out a bunch. But it also says after taking home nineteen thousand, after Ubers and Lyft commissions, taxes, car maintenance expenses, and gas. So car maintenance, who knows? I mean, that could be, uh, you know, who knows what that could be? Yeah. Because she, I think she was driving a uh, Ford Expedition. Mm. She said that cost her eight hundred dollars a month. Probably just in the gas. Well, yeah, maybe maybe more in gas than that. Yeah. So you, you got to look at the whole picture. I mean, uh, you know, I, if if you're making that much, if you're making over hundred thousand, you only bring home nineteen. You're doing something wrong. <laughs> well, no, it's not. It, maybe she isn't. Well, she is doing something wrong. But if you're still continuing to do it, I mean, you, you all right while you're working out there, you should run 
just some basic numbers. You don't have to yeah. be like super technical, but if yeah, you're realizing the penny, yeah, you're, if you're realizing you're eating, you know, you're eating up with all this gas and all this other stuff, like especially if you're a full time driver, you know, for me to drive that pilot full time would be mm-hmm. it would be nuts uh, how much gas yeah. it used. So make yeah. sure you're all you will put on some miles and we use some gas. I was just starting to do my taxes the other day. I mean, last year I drove like forty five thousand miles just for gig work. 40, 42 of that was for gig work. <laughs> and you only drove 3,000 personal miles? <laughs> Holy shit. Larry, yeah. dear God. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, I will turn my apps on. Like when I, if I go visit my daughter over in Murray, you know, I'll turn my apps on. Or when I come up to Michigan, you yeah. know, I'll have my apps on. Even though, yeah, I can't drive, I can do food delivery and other things like that. So, yeah. so some of that, you know, is, is kind of, kind of fluff miles but you you will you will put on some miles if you do it full time so i drove my business miles was 13,800 for gig work but my personal mileage is 21,000 now oh, really? that includes bus driving cuz i have this app and i don't categorize everything i just do business or personal so every time i drive the bus and everything so total mileage was like 35,000 but obviously that wasn't all in my vehicle but right. um but yeah 21,000 personal <laughs> and 13,000 uh for business holy shit larry 42,000 <laughs> Good thing you got. Yeah. Good thing you wrecked that car. That's a good thing. <laughs> Got rid of that squeak, man. <laughs> so, have you done your taxes yet? I just started on. It. Just oh, okay, started I'd be curious info. what your deduction. Well, I mean, you can figure it out. I guess you just take the forty-two times sixty-three point. I don't know if it if it's actually that oh, yeah. simple. But I could pull that up too. I but I don't that. even know if it's that simple. If they if they give you the like literally that's your deduction like 6 42,000 times 63 point whatever it is um yeah are you doing it now just for shits and grits uh, no go ahead I, go ahead and talk i was i think i thought i got my um like my i use stride to okay. to for my miles and i thought i got my uh like i think i, I thought i got well my, even like, even if you report. do it at 63 that's 20 or 63 cents a mile that's $26,000 deduction yeah that's not bad <laughs> <laughs> oh my god okay uh moving on let's see so larry shared this photo what was the gist on this i mean stuff like this is it's like how pointless can can it be so you might get it right you might as well say between one minute and and, and sometime this year okay you know? sometime i mean what 17 to 48 minutes that that does mean that doesn't help me. <laughs> you know, that's that's totally pointless. I'm tr- <laughs> trying to see what time it is. If it's like in the middle of the day, I think one fifty six, maybe. I can't quite tell. Uh, yeah, but it's all jumbled up there. I can't tell. But, yeah, yeah. We, I mean, you know, if it says it's you know between two minutes and ten minutes, or, you know, maybe that you know that's good. You know, but sometimes it'll say you know two to five minutes. That that's very helpful. Well, that's very helpful. I think they're it's just doing to forty eight. Well, they're just doing the average. They're just taking yeah. how long. I mean, if it's busy at night, it's never going to say seventeen to forty eight minutes. It's going to say two to five minutes. I just think they're saying, well, yeah. I think they need to just narrow the range. <laughs> I just think they shouldn't put it up there. If it's that bad, yeah. just say you're fucked. Go home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're not getting just a ride tonight. Just flash up on the screen. Good night. Yeah. Good night. Yeah. You're, you're done. You're done. You're done. <laughs> Bye-bye. That's hilarious. Um, oh, yes. All right. Moving on. Uh, we have a new sponsor. It is Kim. 
with Kim's side money plans. So Kim and I uh, decided to do some swaps. So she's talking about our show uh, on her show, which you can catch after my show is done at nine. See how this works? We have Steve's and then we have mine and then Kim. So Kim uh, has just started her podcast. The link is in the description of my uh, of the of the podcast or whatever, whatever it's in the description. Um, and she's been a YouTuber for over three years. She has almost 7,000 subscribers and she's passionate about the gig economy, especially DoorDash. She does it full time and she does six has 16 different apps. So like, I'm impressed with that because I thought I was the only one that had like, you know, I think they call it a, a schedule C each time. Each app is like a schedule C for my accountant. And usually I have five or six, but she has 16. Like if she literally has to turn 16 in, that's going to be crazy. But um, she's, like I said, full-time driver. She has over 11,000 deliveries on DoorDash and 20,000 between all the apps. Great, great lady, a hard-ass worker, very fun to uh, watch the live stream. So she'll be on at 9 o'clock tonight. But check out her podcast. Anywhere you download podcasts, just search Kim Side Money Plans. And uh, yeah. Check it out. I think it's I think it's going to be good. The more people in the podcast space, the better. I think uh, personally, just because uh, you're able to, uh, you know, when you're able to collab and stuff, it's just great. And I I really appreciate her uh, willing to talk about my show because, yeah, we're trying to grow this show now that yes, we're. I mean, I got I'm, I'm stuck with this this old coot now, and so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah just speaking uh speaking of a uh, former host yes we want to shout out to ben in uh, on facebook tonight just, yeah uh, wanted to say hey yeah good old ben <laughs> ben so yeah check out kim's podcast i uh, appreciate her uh giving me the opportunity to talk about it all right larry so no we skipped that one so this is yeah, uh just a quick one. fun video about um he just talks about how he thinks his driver was five star. We'll watch it. 36 seconds. So you think you're a people pleaser? No, for sure. So I just took an Uber to the airport. And as I was getting out of the Uber, the driver didn't put the car in park and drove over the back of my foot, the back of my heel. My shoe was still the tire mark was trapped underneath the wheel. I'm banging on the window. I'm like, dude, back up, back up, back up. He's like, why? I'm like, you're on my foot. It didn't break anything. I'm fine. But it also really did not feel good. He gets out of the car. He's freaking out. He's like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so I'm like, you're fine. It's all good. Who hasn't driven over a foot? It's all good, dude. I'm walking away. I'm like limping. <laughs> Still getting five stars. Come on. It happens. Okay. <laughs> that was great. I loved his attitude. I hope that's what actually happened. Well, I, I'm, I'm, I mean, I don't want him to get his foot run over, but yeah. um, I love his attitude about it. We need more people like that. Um, yes. Have you yes. ever got your foot run over by a car? I have. Does it hurt? I was... Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm sure if you're, if you're, if your foot's on its side and it runs over, yeah. like puts pressure on the bone like that. But if it's flat. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it sounded like it just got his, like the, his heel too. Yeah. It sounded like it didn't like completely run over his, his foot. But yeah, I agree with you though. What, what a, what a cool attitude for somebody to have. I mean, you know how it is. Some people, I mean, they'd be ready to sue you for everything you had, you know? Yeah. Uh, for something like that, that was clearly an accident. Clearly, the driver didn't mean to run over his foot. <laughs> yeah, I would be mortified if I did that. Oh, yes, like, I would too. Oh, I would too. I did one time bump a lady backing up. 
She was oh, she really? she got out of the car and I had to I had pulled to drop them off and I hadn't I had pulled too close to make the turn, right? To turn out. Yeah. So I just backed up a little bit. She was standing right behind me. And that was in my pilot, which has, you know, 2010, it has a backup camera, but it's it's like this small in my rear view mirror yeah. and it's black and white. So I didn't see her and oh, I kind wow. of bumped like the last second and I did kind of bump her. I got out. I'm like, oh my gosh. She's like, totally fine. I you just grazed me. I'm like, oh thank God. Can you thank imagine? Goodness. Career over. I would if yeah. I ran her over. Ah, that's it. That would have not been good. So, yeah, yep. I think you would have been getting one of those emails from from Uber. Somebody has been slightly, slightly harmed, slightly inconvenienced. <laughs> or, yes. So, oh, continuing goodness. with tradition on the show, we give the the other host an uncomfortable story to talk about, <laughs> and that's Larry tonight because I prepared the show. So, when Larry's turn, then he can give it to me. All right, yeah, I, I I definitely feel like I'm taking Yester's place now. <laughs> so, so uh, are you going to put this on screen or? Do I, I just don't read think it? I have. I don't yeah. think I have. A okay, photo. that's cool. Uh, I'll just read it. Yeah, no, I I'll don't have a photo. It. So anyway, um, so uh, this is a story out of Florida, naturally. So um, it says while taking an Uber home to his six hundred fifty five thousand dollar townhouse. A Florida man exposed his genitals and pleasured himself to completion, forcing the driver to clean the mess up behind on his front seat. It says uh, the driver picked up the passenger in Tampa, drove him to St. Pete, where he, the guy owns a residence with his husband. While en route, Haggerty displayed and exposed his penis and proceeded to masturbate the duration of the ride until arriving home. The driver told cops he speaks no English and was unable to tell the defendant to stop though he did use his phone to record the defendant masturbating. Oh, what the hell? <laughs> Why? Yeah, you're driving and you use your phone like to take this, back. but you He's can't like... figure out a way to tell him to stop. And then it also said an arrest affidavit noted there was a third unknown person in the vehicle's back seat who spoke up for the victim at the conclusion of the ride. So this guy, the passenger, he's a licensed nurse practitioner. He was arrested yesterday for exposure exposure of sexual organs and booked in the county jail. During the hearing today, a judge ordered Henry Haggerty released from custody. Um, they suspect alcohol may have been involved. No shit. <laughs> you think? And they, they also ordered him to have no contact with the driver and the defendant shall not use Uber, Lyft, ride share, or any assisted means of transportation while the case is pending. So he's going to have to either walk or drive, or drive himself or ride a bike or drive a lawnmower or whatever he has to do. But this dude's a, a, a nurse practitioner. He's look, a nurse practitioner. Look at Timothy's comment. <laughs> that killed me. <laughs> No kidding. If I get any distraction, yeah. I'm in trouble. While while the guy's filming you I while know. he's driving. That that's the part that threw me. I mean, not that this didn't all throw me, but but the guy said he didn't speak English, so he couldn't tell him to stop. But he can film he can take oh, out his camera and film it. I would just start punching the guy in the temple. If that, oh, I mean, if, I would just, yeah, just pull over. And, and I mean, I, if I can, can't speak the language, I can motion. You get out. No. You, you get out now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that is so uncomfortable. Like, uh, yeah. oh, my gosh. Yes, it is. That's horrific. That's focus that right there. Truly horrific. <laughs> All right. Mo <laughs> continuing with the gross things. Um, uh. 
So this picture right here, uh, this guy, and I know this is just fake, but well, I'm there might be pee in those bottles, but the comment is, this is my hot bag for non-tippers. I fill, uh, fill up each bottle with my special lemonade I make. It keeps the food nice and warm, and the condensation <laughs> from the bottle helps keep the food extra hot and adds flavor to the food for my special customers. Again, I'm 99.9999% sure that's not true, but that's that's funny. I haven't seen one like that, but... Yeah. Uh, how are you peeing those <laughs> bottles, sir, without spilling all over the place? I'll be perfectly honest. I, I yeah. see those at the side of the road. I'm like, if I don't have a Gatorade bottle, it's not happening. Hey, that also takes focus. So It does. <laughs> it definitely does. Uh, um, let's see. Moving forward. Uh, I want you guys to check out this octopus tablet. So the link is in the description. If you haven't heard of it, I mean, living under a rock at this point. But, uh, well, I guess for new drivers, for sure. I uh, didn't mm-hmm. mean to offend the new drivers, but this is a tablet that you put in your car. Uh, your passengers can play trivia on it. Um, they have information about uh, you as a driver. Uh, they can win cash prizes and stuff like that. So it's a really cool thing. Uh, they send you the tablet, the charger, everything. You literally just put it in the back of your car and keep it plugged in. That is the extent of the commitment for you. If you're a full-time driver, which Larry kind of is, I I mean, I don't know what your payout's been on that, but they say you can make up to a hundred dollars. Yeah. Um, I'm probably, um, I'd have to look, I I know I've made it 75 in a month. Okay. Uh, I'm not sure if I've made a hundred, but yeah, it's the passengers love it, especially the nighttime people. Um, that they ask, especially they're a little tipsy. They I would say nighttime trivia. They love it. The daytime people, not so much. You know, yeah. I keep my muted as I think you do during the yes, day. Yes, I do. During night, turn the volume on. Yep. But nothing like having three drunk ass people at two o'clock in the morning back there arguing over trivia. Going, yeah. I told you that was the wrong answer, you idiot. You know, <laughs> but, but it's a great company though. Yeah, it is. The best part is they think they're doing good and then they see their score yeah. compared to everyone else. They're yeah. like, Oh, oh yeah, yeah. They can't believe it. <laughs> they can't believe it. And anyway, and you talk about that. They, they give away cash prizes to the passengers. You can also win cash as a driver, as Jason can well tell you. Yes. I got my 1099 from them just recently. And I, I won a thousand dollars last year from them randomly. Ka-ching. Yeah. And they, and supposedly they have like 40,000 tablets out there. So do they? I really? mean, it's not like this. That's what they say. That's Damn. what he said. On, I listened to his podcast the other day. They said they have 40,000. Wow. There. That good for them. Yeah. Good yeah. for them. They're a great company. They, they really are completely focused on, um, making the tablet the best it can be. They're updating it, you know, constantly with new content. Yeah. You don't have to do anything. Like Jason said, you, you mount it in, in yeah. the back of your car, let it go. The only issue, money. the only issue I have, and, and I don't know if Larry's had this, but like I don't drive during the week, and it will mm-hmm. go dead or it'll just turn off. Sometimes I have trouble turning it on. Yeah. Um, if you hit the power button and the volume down button for ten seconds, it somehow fires it Reset. up. Yeah. I I don't know what it is, but I have to do that every time before. I, now, if you're driving regularly, you could leave it in there, mm-hmm. and it, it knows when you stop driving. Yeah, I don't. I don't ever take mine out. Yeah, you drive think, almost every day, yeah. though. But I'm just saying, it it knows when you're not driving, so it doesn't like waste battery and stuff like that. I mean, right. obviously, if you leave oh yeah, it in yeah, there, within but. within I don't know, I don't, I've never timed it to see what the sleep time is, but it it goes to sleep after you've been sitting pretty uh, quick, for so long. So. Yeah. All right, Larry. Uh, let's do um, let's do two more and get out of this bitch. All right, let's do it. So uh, let's see. Do you have a vi- uh, video yeah, for this it's one? Yeah, TikTok. Or? I didn't know if you wanted to. 
Yeah, I'll introduce a little bit. So basically, this is a food delivery. Uh, I think it's DoorDash. Uh, this DoorDash driver delivered to um, oh, a girl who was working in a TJ Maxx. And then later on, she notices that the delivery has been marked as uh, it never showed up. Right. And so she goes back to TJ Maxx and confronts the girl that that she brought the food to and ask her, why, why did you say it was not completed? Yeah. <laughs> and we're not recommending you confront people like this. No. Cause you never know what kind of whack job is going to be on the other side of that, but definitely report them. Um, right. So yeah, we'll show this video real quick. Hello. Like I delivered food to you earlier and you said that you didn't get it. And now I have a contract violation. Oh, I don't know. My friend, cause my like my name is Jalea, mm -hmm. and my friend she ordered it for me. Mm -hmm. So I'm not so sure. Really? Yeah. Okay. I could call my friend because that is weird. Okay, so well, no. confirming that you did get it though, right? Yeah. Okay. But I, I did. My friend, I called my my friend, ordered it for me. Mm -hmm. I don't know. She might have refunded it or something. Okay. But I could call her. I don't know. Okay. Thank you. Lying like a rug. Right. Well, I think that was like the most pleasant interaction yeah. I've seen on those. I when I yeah. when I watched it beforehand, it was really yeah, usually they get they get pretty uh yeah, yeah pretty much heated. on the edge of violence. Yeah. I did uh kind of track down the comments and it, it they did get it removed. I don't know what happened. She didn't really explain it, but I really, I really love on TikTok when creators will explain it in the comments when like updates because you kind of like don't yeah. know what happened. Yeah, yeah, you see it and then yeah, you're like, well, I wonder, you know, what's what's the rest of the story? How did it end up? Yeah, no follow up. And, uh, and as you know, yeah. I'm not going to really work hard to try to follow it up. <laughs> I'm like, I need something easy, but I guess it did get removed. So yeah, um, that's good. So yeah, that's good. All right. So last story, uh, Uber's, I thought this was interesting is, uh, Uber's hidden costs, the surprising truth behind tipping and driver pay. And I never, when I'm, when I read this, you'll be like, yeah, Jason, duh. But like, I never applied it to, to rideshare. I only thought like DoorDash, you know, they're not paying mm -hmm. enough base pay. They're expecting tips, but, um, so Let's see. The CEO of One Hotel Ownership Group actually said the quiet part out loud. Hotels encourage tipping housekeepers because it means they can pay the housekeepers less or avoid paying them more. There's a wage that necessary to attract. There's a wage that's necessary to attract enough workers. Whether that wage is coming from the guests or the hotel doesn't matter. If more comes from the guests, the hotel doesn't need to pay as much to fully staff the apartment, for instance. You know, a worker might accept employment more than accept uh with making twenty dollars per hour. It doesn't matter if the twenty from the employer or fifty from the player and five from the guest. Um however the lack of certainty and tipping might mean they need six or seven dollars from guests to consider it at break even, but it still lets the hotel pay three or four dollars less. That's exactly what's happened at Uber. They introduced tipping. Uber's pays their drivers less they can't get enough drivers on the road precisely because drivers accept that while uber doesn't pay as much the customer might make up the tip what's happening though is uber is paying drivers less and people are tipping less than drivers have expected that's reduced driver pay which encourages better drivers with other opportunities to leave the platform they're replaced by different drivers and often less expensive older and less well-maintained vehicles it's one reason the overall uber experience has gotten so 
bad. So uh, really interesting data that sheds light on driver pay and tipping behavior. They found that Uber drivers made 17.1% less in 2023 than the year before. Uh, 51% of food and grocery driver income comes from tips. That figure is just 10% for rideshare drivers in part because expected tipping isn't happening. Only 28.3% of rides earned compared to 88.5% of the grocery delivery. So, wow, I never really thought about that. You know, that Uber is doing the same thing as, as DoorDash basically. Sure. Yeah. And it's kind of disheartening. Uh, A couple of stats I thought that was interesting. The most expensive rideshare trip last year cost $1,277 from LA to Vegas. One customer tipped. $176 $176 on a $688 fare was, I don't know why they said that. Does that mean that was the biggest tip? That can't be right. No, that can't be right. The longest trip was from, uh, was 562 miles from Knoxville to Chicago. And <laughs> then one Kansas city Uber driver did 72 trips in a day and a DoorDash driver made 85 deliveries in one day in Anchorage. So that was wow. just some kind of some fun tips. But yeah, I never really thought about that. But that makes total sense that like that's kind of what Uber's doing. And I'm sure you found um out as well mm-hmm. that the tipping is just not there for these apps. Yeah, the tip fatigue thing that we've discussed before. Yeah. You know, everybody's asking for a tip now, you know, no matter where, you, you know, so many places you go in, they flip that screen around, you know, do you want a tip? Do you want a tip? And yeah. Uh, yeah, I think people, you know, they feel like there's hit hit with that everywhere, and and I think it makes them less inclined to tip. The problem is too is going back to the example of the housekeeper. So they're expecting five dollars from the customer, right? Are these housekeepers actually figuring it out and saying, "Hey, you offered me twenty, I'm not making twenty, I'm making seventeen. Are you going to cover mm-hmm. the? You know what I mean? Are you going to cover the mm-hmm. difference?" Especially, you know, I mean, waiting tables, yeah. you know, you get two fifty two an hour or whatever, three dollars an hour. Yeah. And then we're not guaranteeing you any wage. It's just that's what you make. Yeah. But if you present it as you're going to make 20 and you're only making 17, are they going to them and say, hey, you need to pay the difference? Probably not. Probably not. Yeah. So uh, it's one of those things where I never think a story would, you know, really hit. But like, it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's just like fucking DoorDash. So. <laughs> Uh, Jimothy. Jimothy's on it tonight. Oh, my God. Get this guy doing some stand-up. I'll tell you what. He'll be here all week, folks. He'll be here all week. So, Well, I appreciate everyone that joined the show tonight. I really appreciate Steve for sending people over. Uh really means a lot. Thanks, Steve. Um, head over to Kim's channel. It looks like the Driven Dad said it's Zach and Kim's podcast on her live. So I don't know what that is. I thought it was her regular live, but maybe it's not. Maybe her regular live is Tuesday. But either way, fucking go over there and watch it and subscribe to her channel. And check uh, it out. Definitely download uh, her podcast as well. Anywhere you get podcasts, uh, Kim's Side Money Plans. What do you think? What? How, how do you think you did, Larry? Did you, you you're all done being nervous? Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, it was all good. I mean, we, we've got such uh, good people on here. I'm yeah. not nervous. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Now, I didn't talk to you about this, but we are going to continue the sign-off. So I'll do the swear word, okay? So you don't have to do that. But so, It doesn't so, matter. So I say don't put up with anyone's bullshit, and you say... We will see you on the road. That's right. Have a good night, guys.
Night. This podcast is produced and edited by Hey Guys Media Group. Want to start a podcast? Check out HeyGuysMediaGroup.com.